Is it on? I mean, yeah, we're going, but we don't have to. Woo! What do they um, hey, everybody. <laughs> you were going to say something. You were going to say something, so I was like, I better stop now. <laughs> I was just going to give Adam a note. Oh, yeah. Don't watch. Because that comes was I, was yeah. I doing this? A little bit. You were kind of like tapping on your laptop. Oh, I was. I was trying to look through photos. Yeah. I don't even need my laptop. Is it pink? If it wants to be It's pink. rose gold. Because it's... Quit moving. Is it changing colors? I can't, I can't see. It's, <laughs> you're giving me a side view. I, I don't think it's pink. I was. I always thought it was gold. It's not like a yellow gold. But it's not like a pink pink either. No. Rose gold is good. All right. Now that we've determined the color of Adam's laptop... <laughs> or have we? <laughs> <laughs> don't introduce doubt. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Rough Around the Hedges podcast. I'm Kaylin. I'm Adam. And I'm Christine. And we are here to talk about plants. Today on this episode, we are going to give a little bit of backstory about ourselves as plant parents, kind of our plant history, where we started from, our roots, if you will. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the sound and, effect? Wah, wah. Uh, you're the in charge of the computer keyboard. You make the wah wah happen. I don't have a soundboard. All right, look at that. We're already getting off track. Woohoo! <laughs> All right, you two. Who wants to go first? You're mm-hmm. talking. Why don't you go first? Well, because I had already introduced it. Adam, your your name okay. comes first in the alphabet. My, so why don't yeah. you go first? Okay, I can I can go first. My background about plants. Yeah, your plant journey, where you started, journey. where you're growing. My mom was a botanist. Was. So, yes. Is is a botanist. She got a degree in botany, and she just always had house plants around the house growing up. So I think it kind of started there. Like just the vibe of having plants in the home. But I also remember a very specific time I was going to someone. I I don't even remember. I was in Duluth going to a new person's place and they had just this giant aloe and it's some really cool plants. And I was like, it was a moment right there where it kind of hit me. Where I was like, I want that. Like I want my own place and I want it to be, have cool plants in there. So it kind of started there, but I originally started, I would say like 2017, 2018, collecting succulents. And I would just like go to the Home Depot or somewhere and just like look for leaves or like go to a nursery and just look for like leaves of succulents that had fallen because they just cram them on the racks. Don't we all? And I, I would like look for pink ones or cool looking ones. And so you were prop lifting. As I was prop it. lifting, but they were like, you know, it was before that was even a word, you know. <laughs> um, but I just started collecting succulents and the succulents were the coolest thing. And I just learned so many lessons in that first year, like 2018. I was like, I was like, I killed so many succulents in that time. And I also just learned so many like basics about how to care for plants and propagate them in general. And I didn't even realize I was learning it. So my first question, do you have anything that you still have from 2018? Which what one? Which one? Uh, which I have the, the, yep. So the Crassula, yep. The ogre ear jade, that thing was literally, I started it from a tiny cutting and I, I don't know how it survived me at that stage in my plant journey. Like I thought, I thought that you were supposed to just give it a teaspoon of water oh, no. like once a day Oh no! <laughs> because it's I a keeps- succulent and they don't like very much water. And I killed a lot of succulents doing that. For, uh, all, 
for all our listeners, the plant in question is the Cressula ovata golem, right. also known as ogre ears jade, in a three-inch terracotta pot that has started its little bonsai shape. It looks like a little tree, and it has a couple little tufts of the green leaves in their little ogre ear shape. <laughs> that is what the plant looks like now. Yeah. It, I would say it's about six or seven inches tall. It's growing and in probably eight to ten inches wide at its widest point. Yep. It's growing in the west window, actually. It's growing in the west window, but no, that was one of the first ones. So I, I got into it with succulents, and before you know it, I, I it was escalating. It escalated really fast. In those like, are first we talking few one to 25 or one to 60? It was like I figured out how to just create an entire tray pretty fast of just succulent leaves that I wanted to grow, and then I put them. I got LED grow panels, and I put them in the grow panels, and they started sprouting and then I'd separate them and then I'd have, you know, 15 new succulents. And And this was knowledge you already had from your mom or were you doing research at the same time? No, it was trial and error. Okay. Some of it was research, but it was mostly trial and error. Just like I'm learning how to, and I'm collecting and it was just, it was like a feverish collecting mentality. I know what that's like. Yeah. That, and it was before I knew any other plant people and I thought I was the only, only one. And by 2019, I, I was starting to branch out from succulents a little bit, not very much, just a little bit here and there. Like my mom gave me a few other plants once, once I told her, like I wasn't getting into plants. She was like, Oh, you should try this and this and that. Um, finally made it to my first plant swap in 2019. And that's when things really started to take off. So did you bring just succulents to the swap? I brought mainly really dope succulents to the swap, like, like every different kind that you could imagine. And I had probably more plants there than anyone else, but I was still shocked to see how many people were not only really interested in plants, but also just like around my age. And I was like, Oh, and I made some friends that were my age. Like I was like, oh, that hasn't happened since school, you know? What it's is not easy being to an do. adult? So that's and that's where like the inception of Terracotta Warrior, like Instagram, that's where it came from. They were like, someone was like, I showed them some photos of my space and they're like, Oh, you need to create an Instagram page. And I was like, Okay, I guess I can do that for the plants. <laughs> for the plants. <laughs> so that's that's where that came from. And everything just kind of from there escalated. Well, in the background of Terracotta Warriors, you were studying abroad in China. That's right. That's right. I, I lived in Xi'an for, for a summer intensive language program. And that's where, that's like the ancient capital of China where the Terracotta Warriors were unearthed. So I thought it was suitable. But yeah, that's kind of my, that's kind of my plant journey. And so where are you now? Where did you go from plant swap 2019 to pandemic to current oh, day? Man, that's like a, that's like a epic tale. I, I, I think by the time the pandemic had come around, I had this plant collection that was completely out of control and I was perfectly situated to like spend an entire year in my home caring for plants and it also was like oh the plants that i had just been collecting for fun uh, they're now worth like my pink princess that i got for free as a cutting is now i can propagate them and sell cuttings for like a hundred dollars 150 dollars yeah and and that just was like okay well i guess that's what i'm doing you know it was like it just was like in my lap and i was like oh okay that plant is worth a lot now 
Um, so that was the starting of like my plant selling journey. The entire time I'm like slinging plants out of my house, I'm simultaneously working in a nurse, like a local plant nursery. So having that balancing that on both sides was also kind of an interesting process being like, yes, I'm selling plants. No, I'm not selling any of the same plants that we're selling here. So it's kind of different. Yeah. Um, so that, that would kind of took me through the pandemic and, you know, I, I did a lot of trading with other plant collectors after, you know, throughout 2020 and 2021 on Reddit, like take a plant, leave a plant, Mm. uh, like went to more plant swaps, did a bunch of virtual plant gatherings with the like emerging plant community here in the twin cities. And yeah, it started saving money for the rainforest in 2023. So you started saving money in 2023? <laughs> no, I started saving money at that point for a f- potential future travel, basically. Okay. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think that the, the way I approach growing has has changed a bit over that time and just like the the diving into leca and passive hydroponics and then like second guessing myself and like like evacuating and trying to get back out of leca and that whole journey has been really interesting too and yeah the photography the decorating like balancing decorating in my home with like the science and of growing and optimizing plant growth were you living here the whole time you've been into plants more or so less. You've never had to move with plants. No, I've never had to move with plants. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, and it's great because I've got three south-facing windows. Got a great plant room, so plenty of space. And how many plants would you say you have? You know how many plants I have because yes, you're, you're literally right. the I only counted them. person that's ever counted them. <laughs> only I have ever. A, a so pro- right now, Adam has two hundred and sixty plants. Except he did pot up some props while I was gone, so. So I might have a few more. Yeah, that was a couple weeks ago when he came back from Peru. I had a final tally of 260, so anything he's potted up since he was home has not been added into that tally. And is this a lower number for you? Like, what's the most you think you had at one time? 400, 500? I, I definitely have had over 400 plants in this house before. And That's insane. Yeah. That's too much, Bob. It was like... I'm not happy, Bob. <laughs> not happy. Ask me why. <laughs> why are you unhappy? Uh, yeah, I was like f- balancing 400 plants at home and then going and being responsible for an entire greenhouse of right. plants at work and being like, oh my God, I just need a break from taking care of that many plants. So we've, we've cut back a lot and I feel like I'm in a maybe healthier relationship. <laughs> you did some off a ton collection. before you went to Peru yeah. so that we'd have an easier time taking care of your collection. Yeah, I sold some giant plant. I had like giant ones that yeah. were like, these can't stay. Well, Adam likes God. to grow stuff off mo- up moss poles and get yeah. real get big. Real big. Mm-hmm. So you, we all have our different ways we grow. Um, and you seem to be a little bit more of a hands-on. You've got stuff set up where you're looking at them, if not daily, weekly. Um do you, I mean, do you still get that like, oh my God, I just got home from growing and talking about plants all day long. I, the last thing I want to do is go look at my stuff or do you have the general excitement to keep going? What I've found is actually I get, I get the, I feel like I want to procrastinate. Like starting plant care can be kind of a, a trial for me. 
like just getting going because right. it feels so overwhelming sometimes i'm like i have like a thousand things that need to be potted trimmed like pruned all these different pro- propagated everything that i want to do things need to be treated for pests but i find that once i get started i start to genuinely enjoy the process it's like once i'm moving i feel like it's such a it's such a rewarding thing to just actually fix the plant and put it in the right kind of pot and move it into the right space and actually do the work and look at things and spray them and then see progress Mm -hmm. that that it it maintains it like a pretty powerful presence in my life like the 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 energy and the passion is still very much there and i get yeah i'm kind of similar to like even this morning i was starting to it's like a slippery slope. I start looking at one plant and then the next thing I know, I'm looking at another. I'm like, oh crap, this needs to be repotted quicker. And then oh, you're no, 30 minutes off. late for work. Right. And then I'm like, oh, I got to leave for work like 10 minutes ago. Crap. And <laughs> yeah, it's very much the same. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people have been there. They're a wonderful tool to procrastinate. Like, oh, I have important paperwork to do, but in, but you know what? Actually, I really need to repot about three dozen plants. And this begonia needs to be watered. I think I'm going to do that first. But it's also like a great... Because I'll even catch myself. I am person number one that TikTok scrolls. And like, I will be sitting there and be like, I need to get off of my phone. So I'll go look at my plants and see like what needs to be worked on. And it, it, it's a nice feeling too when you're like, you know, an hour into that and being like, I haven't looked at my phone. I've got 18 messages from Kaylin and Adrian's trying to call me. Whoops. All 18 messages of, of, are, are pictures about plants. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what I do when I go look at my plants. Yeah. Is I, you know, instead of taking 30 minutes to do what needs to be done, I take an hour and a half and send 50 pictures to three different people. While you're trying to find good lighting, too, because the lighting yeah. sucks. I'm like, <laughs> like oh, Christine, really- look at this new leaf on my alocasia. And then Christine has a follow-up question. So I go take another picture plant. <laughs> so I guess we should also make sure we bring that in, too, because we all know each other at this point. We're all, I guess, friends. We like we like each other. So when in your journey did you meet Kaylin? How did you meet Kaylin? Because uh, I'm the last picture, I'm the last piece of the puzzle to come in. So I don't know. Oh, I know. I mean... Wait, where? Wait, let me think. Wait, before you tell me, let me think. How do I not know where we? Where did we meet, Adam? Did we meet at a plant swap? No. Did we meet when we were trading plants locally? I don't think so. <laughs> did we meet on the internet? I feel like we met on the internet. 100%. Or did we meet at your work? Was I shopping? No, for plants? you were definitely not shopping for plants. Um, I would say. I'm trying to remember even some of our like initial interactions, but I feel like in the beginning we were just like two people in a group of people. Uh, and you're getting there. And, but you want to know the full story? Yes. Why don't we let <laughs> Kaylin tell the story, and then maybe from there segue. we'll we'll segue into your yeah, because my name journey. comes next in the alphabet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So Adam and I. So uh, what happened was COVID lockdown in March. I was talking to another local plant person with an Instagram dedicated to plants and i oh man i don't remember if it was her idea or my idea but we're like let's do a zoom call because everybody was doing zoom calls let's do a zoom call where we'll get together and we'll invite other local planty people with planty instagrams to sit down and talk about plants on a zoom call and so i reached out to a bunch of people whose instagram accounts i followed that i knew were local adam was one of those people I reached out and I was like, do you want to get on a Zoom call in a little bit? You know, a couple days, whatever, we'll schedule it and get on a Zoom call and talk about plants. And he was like, yeah, that would that sounds like a really great idea. I love that. I was like, awesome. So, you know, time comes. We all get on the Zoom call. There were probably like hmm, six to eight to ten 
it, it was a decent amount of people. No one was going anywhere. We were all stuck in our homes. So we just got on the internet and talked about plants for two hours. And so that was where we met. Yeah. A cold call. I, all I remember for sure is like, you all, you just had the energy, like you had an energy that was very like approachable. When we first, when I first started talking to you, it was like, oh, I can just easily talk to you. I don't have to like, I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to think, I mean, we can just talk plants. We talk about a lot of things beyond plants. I feel like we talked about traveling really quickly too, like mm. after we first linked up. Yeah. And we kind of connected on multiple planes that way. But that's what I remember most is just being kind of like, oh, we can kind of just easily chat about like, interesting things. And I don't have to do like small talk or any stupid. Things. Yeah. We'll just talk about a new plant. Yeah. Yeah. So. But it was good. I, I could sw- I could have sworn, though, that we met before the pet. No, maybe we didn't. We may have talked on Instagram a little bit. Before. Like if I commented mm-hmm. on something or if you mm-hmm. followed me, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's possible. But tell us how, yeah, tell us how you first got into plants and kind of how you've brought, like, come to where you are today. Oh, man. So in third grade, (laughs) I did a science fair project and I wanted to get some plants from Walmart. My mom would never buy me the plants that they had in that little entryway. And so I was like, damn it, I want some cactus. So I made my science project about cactus so that my mom would have to buy me cactus. Except I was a third grader, and I didn't understand that plants need light to live. And so the experiment that I designed, it was called Cactus Hotel, and my experiment was to see if cactus would grow in different temperatures. So here's where I failed. I didn't give the plants any light. I didn't set aside my variables correctly. And then also, you really can't measure the growth rate of a cactus. Not in, in a, a short term. In, yeah, in like a four-week span. Yeah. So nobody told little third-grade Kaylin that this is going to fail and you should try a different plant, like an herb or like some kind of flowering annual where you'll be able to measure actual tangible growth, not a cactus. So I was a third grader. I tried. Let's just, we'll, we'll leave it at that. But eventually I was like, these cactus don't grow. Fuck it. I'm giving them away. So we gave them to my cousins and my aunt who grew them in her kitchen window. And then fast forward to college, Christine and I were roommates and I bought a bonsai at the state fair. And I was so excited because I love the bonsai. I completely forgot about that. (laughs) It lived on the kitchen table. (laughs) Yes. It lived on the kitchen table, which was probably (laughs) six to seven to eight feet away from our South facing patio door. South or West or yeah. South. Yeah. I think it was South. Um, And you know, bonsai, they don't have, they don't have, they have very shallow root systems. You have to water them a lot. And so what I did is I, I would get good soaks like you were supposed to, but I went home to my parents for Thanksgiving, gave the plant a good soak. And I was like, all right, buddy, I'm going to put you right in front of the patio door with the blinds open so that you can get tons of sun over the weekend while I'm gone. And then I came back after the Thanksgiving weekend and my plant had dropped all its leaves and it looked like a little stick. And I was like, oh, you went dormant. <laughs> <laughs> I was convinced I just needed to water it and that, you know, like I knew it had dormancy period, whatever genus I got. And I was like, okay, I don't know that this is working. I took it to my grandma at Christmas. I was like, grandma, you have plants. You have a green thumb. Can you save my tree? And she was like, I don't know how good I am, but I'll try. And she had it till Easter and it was dead, dead. It dried out. And it was dead, dead. So that was my second plant. 
fast forward to moved into a new apartment. One of my friends brought me a housewarming gift. It was a golden pothos cutting in a wine bottle and it sat on my kitchen window and she's like, let it grow roots. You can let it vine. And then once it has roots, you can plant it up. And so I did that. I found a free pot outside the apartment building next door. And I used some soil from the outside. Oh, I potted it up and then I put it 15 feet away from a window. <laughs> <laughs> but because it is a pothos, it lived. <laughs> and it grew and it lived there for a while. And eventually it got like a three foot vine. And at that point, I had gotten a couple other plants, and I was like, okay, we're going to fix this. So I did eventually fix that pothos situation. They grew him into a giant bush who was in a hanging plant, and all his vines went down to the floor like six feet. He was magnificent. I think I got spider mites, and I threw him out. Um, but then my real plants, my other real plants besides those, six plants from Ikea. Um, I got them. I put them in what I thought was the correct size pot, and then I put them in six locations, none of which got any light. <laughs> At that point, I started looking, I started listening to Bloom and Grow Radio, and they're like, oh yeah, here's how you learn about your plants. And then there was the episode on natural light. I listened to it a couple times, and I was like, all right, we're going to take my little light meter app on my phone, we're going to go around the apartment, we're going to see where these plants are and how they're doing. And none of my plants were getting any light. And I was like, ah, shoot, I got to figure out where to put these. It's like my croton was dropping leaves because he was in a corner, not getting any light. Jade wasn't doing too hot, and the plant I put on top of the fridge... <laughs> wasn't doing anything. Mm. So I figured my shit out, put all my plants in the window, and then all of a sudden they started to grow. And I was like, oh, oh, I like this. At that point, I started looking out for plants. I got a Trenescantia at a farmer's market. Um, I picked up a couple nerve plants from Menards. And I think at that point it was no turning back. Yeah. Do what About what time... In history, yeah, like, like, uh, what year was it? Like you I think said, I got the pothos in 2018, and then okay. I got the six IKEA plants in March 2019. How, that's very specific. Yeah, because I have the photos saved in my phone, uh, <laughs> and so I can go back and reference. I could find the exact date if you want. I mean, I believe you. I <laughs> it, it was March 2019, okay. so I had acquired a couple plants slowly that summer, and then um, one of my colleagues told me about a local greenhouse in the area that I shoot that they were like, you have to visit it. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go check it out. Uh, I went on September 5th, 2019. Um, and I was like, Oh my God, I love this. That was a magical transformative experience. What I greenhouse bought, was it? Tonkadale. Oh, I bought six plants, spent $182. Cause I got them all matching pots. Mm. So, and then that was, that was it for me. That was, that was really it. And I consider that my plant anniversary. So you're saying in September, 2019, you went to Tonkadale for the first time and you bought like a ton of beautiful plants. About six. It was eye opening. Completely. That is the exact same. Tw September, 2019 is the same month is the exact same time when I went to my first plant swap at Sunnyside Garden. Oh, wow. It Twin Cities Plant Swap, Sunnyside Garden. And that's when things really started changing for me as well. That's kind of interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, over that winter, I did learn enough that I was like, okay, no bringing plants home in the winter. They have to be covered, bagged up. I was like, I don't want to deal with that. So I'm not going to acquire any plants. And at that point, I had like a nice handful of plants. And my partner, Brandon, was like... You can't buy any more plants for a while, Caitlin. I was like, okay, that's fair. So 
Um, I had two friends who, uh, one of them, her mom's from Australia. So she got her citizenship and her and her partner were going to go live in Australia for two years. And they had some plants. And I was like, I will babysit your plants while you go to Australia. And I acquired, you know, like eight more plants in December of 2019. And I was so excited. I brought them home in a tote that I had lined with a blanket and I made sure they didn't get exposed to the air. And I was like, haha, Brandon, look, I got more plants. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so at what point did you start to engage with the plant community in the Twin Cities? I started my plants to Graham, I think in March, 2020. Okay. I, I believe it was like two weeks before the lockdown. And I was just like, I want to share. I had, I had also started following other plant Instagrammers. And I was like, all right, I want a piece of this pie. Yeah. And so I started my own. And I wanted to do a different take on it. So I was like, we'll do, we'll do macro photos of plants. We'll call ourselves Up Close and Plantsinal. Because mm. everyone needs a, pl a catchy plant name. And so that was my whole gimmick. Uh, for a while, I was absolutely taking all my plant photos with a macro lens on my Sony mirrorless camera when I was putting in the work and I was like, oh, this is too much work. So eventually I got a new phone and then I just stopped bothering with the camera step. Mm. Um, no one needs that high quality of photos on a stupid social media app. And were you and Christine like talk in contact talking about plants the whole time? No. This whole time? Because you knew each other oh, from so, yep. college? So Christine and I, we went to college together and then we were roommates and then yeah, after roommates. I graduated, I moved up to the Twin Cities and Christine ended up going out to Virginia and we didn't talk at all. Um, we didn't have contact for a number of years until she went to Japan. I went to Australia. Same month. We probably flew out of Minneapolis on the same day, but we were definitely flying back to Minneapolis on the same day because in Toronto, her partner had gotten up from the seat at the crowded gate and I was like, oh, a chair. Perfect. So I go over, sit in his spot. And Christine's sitting across from me. And I don't, I'm not paying attention because I'm in an airport in Toronto. I don't want to notice anybody. And I, and all of a sudden, Christine just goes, Kaylin? I'm like, what the fuck? Who is this? I'm like, I didn't recognize her like immediately because we hadn't like seen each other in years. And then it, it hit me and I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? We're in the airport at Toronto. What the fuck? I thought you lived in Virginia. What are you doing here? And then she went on to explain that I took Adrian's seat and he's coming back and I have to give it back. Oh. And like we're on the same flight. And I was like, where are you coming from? I was like, I just came back from Australia. She's like, we just came back from Japan. <laughs> Run into each other yeah. at the airport. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. But I realized you were back to living in Minnesota. Mm hmm. And you weren't into plants, but you were interested in plants, but you wanted to move into your new town home. And then you said, once I move, then you can go plant shopping with me and we'll get some plants. So mm -hmm. I totally dragged Christine into this. Mm -hmm. Well, that's dope. I mean, I feel like it's like a pot. It can be like a really positive thing. To, that's crazy. That whole story with the, the airport in Toronto, but also just the fact that from there, you managed to like reconnect and or like bond around plants. Well, and it was nice because once she started ex like getting into plants and accepting them, I just like was like, do you want this? And I would be like, here, cuttings. Uh, or I'd be like, here, plant. Yeah. And she'd be like, oh, these micans are really cool. And we were at like a lost in the forest sale back when it was out of her garage. 
And Christine's oh, right. like, oh, it's Mike. And so I was like, $22. I'll give you cuttings for free. <laughs> it was when Mike's were stupidly expensive. Right. So I was like, don't buy that. I'll give you plants. So we kind of just established a thing where anything Christine wanted from my collection, I would just give her cuttings of, or we would just wait until I was ready to cut it. And then I just give it to her. And we kind of have that reciprocal reciprocal relationship now where we just yeah, with give each other what we want. Eventually I would have something that you were interested in and then give it right back. Yeah. My favorite was when I gave you an elbow. Right. And I gave you a Husqvarna Varigata when it was $200 for a plant. <laughs> God, I didn't realize it was that much. But I also feel like you've had such a, like, you've been really responsible with, like, planning gatherings for the plant, for our little groups in the plant community. You've played a really active role in, like, like now you just yeah, recently little- like making make a new Facebook group because like the old one's kind of getting out of control a bit. <laughs> but no, because that always I always felt like grateful to you for being more the token proactive. Extrovert yeah, extroverted, but also just like it's work. Like it's not just like you're ha- like you're just playing around. Like you're actually trying to coordinate things. And- yeah, getting people to get together, yeah. and hang out, and talk about plants. Yeah, um, our little Zoom plant pandemic Zoom calls eventually turned into socially distanced outdoor gatherings, which eventually transitioned into just hanging out in different spaces at each other's houses, or you know, usually it was come hang out on my front lawn because then I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> it's a central location. Um, <laughs> But yeah, then that kind of transformed and we started with Zoom calls and then we had an Instagram group chat and then that transformed into a Discord server. Mm. And now I've taken a break from Instagram because I get stuck scrolling and I can't get out of it. So I'm putting my energy into Facebook now and have a intermediate and advanced plant parent group for more advanced plant growers in the Twin Cities and trying to coordinate more get togethers with my plant friends and also bring in new people to join the group and like we go on little field trips to Como Conservatory. Um, we have something planned for the Minnesota Zoo to go see Tom's plants in August. Mm-hmm. Um, and just get together, hang out, sit on people's decks and patios, look at each other's plants, yeah. hang and, out. And I think honestly, with in one of the Zoom calls you orchestrated, that's the first time you and I probably met, I think. Technically, if I remember, I came to a socially distanced thing in your backyard or front yard and i think you were there at that mm. i don't remember all who i met because i was still very fresh was that the day adam showed up with 20 plants and started passing them out maybe I, there were a lot of plants there mm-hmm. um yeah i just i i know i met you christine through some kind of event that you um, that orchestrated yeah you orchestrated yeah so so that was cool. I think that was cool. And then we finally kind of all three, I will say we all do Harry Potter trivia, <laughs> book trivia. I'm going to put that nerds. out in public. Yeah. We figured, we all figured out at one of these plant events that we're all like super nerds and we started doing trivia together and we regularly get second place. Yes. Like, like we consistently. Fuck you. We are missing one tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And there was no ticket fee either. It was free. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, is it too late? It is too late. Probably. It starts at seven. <laughs> okay. But no, I want to hear Christine. I want to hear kind of your. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. So I guess 
plants have been around me my entire life because my parents always had outdoor garden that was massive. So from little child, I was always pulling up carrots out of the ground and eating them fresh out of the, yeah, take them over to the hose and rinse them off and then eating them fresh. I love it. Um, my experience with houseplants though, sorry, mom, if you ever listen to this, she's horrible at houseplants. She, sorry, Teresa. Yep, she has a beautiful, immaculate, like wildflower pollinator garden outside. She has beautiful peonies that grow outside. She can't grow things inside worth a damn. The one thing she is really good at is Thanksgiving cactuses. She has one that's, I think, through 30 years old now at this point. Um, and so I've, I've tried to give her some stuff over the years and she either almost immediately killed it or I've had to come and step in and be like, this is how you're supposed to take care of this mom. Um, so, yeah. So plants around my whole life. When Kayla and I were together in college, I think she got a bonsai and I got jealous. So I decided to buy um, a Venus flytrap. Oh, yeah. You put it in the fridge. Or I tried to grow a Venus <laughs> See, fly. Trap. It was like a bon- It was a Barnes & Noble little box kit for like eight bucks. Yeah, it was like, grow these, grow Venus flytraps from seeds. And the first thing I told you was like, put it in a dormant period to force the seeds and put it in your fridge where it's dark and cold. Um, in reality, Venus flytraps need to be in like 50 degrees, not 38 degrees to you was know, it have a dormant period. Was it the seeds or was it the plant? I don't remember. I feel I like at one point seeds. I had, I think that one, this particular instance was seeds. At one point I did have a plant too, but this was that I long for to have forgotten about. It died. For any of his plants, not for me. Um, so that was that when I moved to Virginia and I got my own apartment on myself, I was going to be like, I never was like, I'm going to be a plant lady, but I wanted a couple of house plants. I bought a tiny little mini orchid and an English Ivy hanging basket I put them in west windows, so I had the light thing okay, but I would water them by, like, spraying them every day. Misty. I don't, I had them for a good year, and I never once actually took them to the sink and watered them. Whoa. Yeah, I would just, like, spray them every day or so, and the orchids kept blooming. It was doing its thing, and the ivy wasn't really getting longer, but it didn't die either. Um, so when I moved back to Minnesota, I didn't bring them with me. I... Think I gave them away, or they may have been the dumpster because whatever. Uh, moved back to Minnesota, didn't really have anything going on. Ran into Kaylin in Toronto. You weren't necessarily bugging me too hard yet about doing plants. Well, you had definitely said you wanted to wait till you moved. I was so like, I was, I was, I was like, I'm off, interested. But I was dying. I wanna, you know, I'm interested in having plants again. I like having greenery around the house. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna go crazy too far, and then. <laughs> During COVID, that was, you know, everyone was looking for a new hobby. And I decided then, I was like, let's do it. Let's let's go get some plants. So, Kaylin took me to Tonkadale in June of 2020. I bought... You bought a bunch of Calatheas. Yes. I made... Well, I was like, I'm going to do one genus and get really good at one genus. And it's going to be Calatheas. Because they were cat safe. Because they were mm. cat safe. And they were pretty. Like, there was there were so many of them that were super no, pretty. They're, un, like, they're objectively really beautiful even for people and that's the problem because people <laughs> that don't know anything about plants they see them and they're like oh that's just objectively gorgeous foliage like that's just such a stunning unique pattern that you don't see on regular green leaves and then you bring it home and you're like i'm gonna just master calatheas well and me being an idiot i was like i'm an overwaterer because i sprayed my plants in virginia every single day so these are gonna be great for me they like to be moist got it um so yeah i bought I think I got a white fusion, a rattlesnake, 
I don't remember the last one. Oh, a beauty star. Cause they were like the fresh new thing that year. And then I got them each their own pot. I actually, honestly, at that trip, I was more interested in the pots than I was the actual plants. That's kind of what got me going too. Yeah. I was really into the ceramics and seeing how all the different options and how cool they were. Um, Disclaimer, none of those Calatheas, I don't have any of them in my collection because that was June. And by November of that year, I learned what spider mites were and how to look for them. I got really good at determining what spider mites looked like on Calatheas within my first six months of owning plants. So from now on, whenever people are like, what's wrong with this Calathea? I'm like, it's got spider mites. I can see from here. It's got, it's got, I can see it with my eyes closed. (laughs) Yep. I can, I can smell it. Um, (laughs) So yeah, and that's where we were. Like, kind of went off from there. I didn't have no. I take that all back. That kind, I kind of went hard, fast. I think I was like, I'm going to hold on to these three plants. I'm going to get really good at them. And then I think Adrian, uh, my partner, went to work off. He went on a gig for a week, and like within that week, I decided I was going to channel all of my energy in getting more plants. And I think I bought <laughs> at least one plant a day for that entire week. I definitely had like 12 more by the time he got home and he was like, well, he's always been an enabler though. So that's always, I mean, yeah, he always lets me get more as long as yeah, Our, it makes me happy. And this so. was all in 2020 that this within, yeah. Within, so, so the Calathea thing, the Tonkadale thing, and then like the deciding, like, I'm going to just channel more energy and, oh, I have a week to myself. I'm going to just buy another six plant, like that <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. And, well, and then I have a hard time saying no. So when Kaylin would be like, you want this? I'd be like, sure. You want this? Sure. You want this? Sure. So <laughs> and Kaylin did that I, I a lot. I got a lot of experience with a lot of different stuff right away. And so that, I guess that's really helped me narrow down what I'm into. Because um, since then, I'm, I've really honed in on just allocations and Hoyas. And then the, the, the philodendrons that I really like. Um, so yes, I've had a good experience, I would say, with almost everything. Um, I've tried the succulents. Not really into them. I've tried. Did you, you know, ever go back to carnivorous plants? No, I haven't. I, I want to, but I have learned that I can't properly give them a dormant period in my house. Like I don't, and I, I don't want to like put them in the garage or something and have them freeze over the winter. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me they don't need a dormant period? No, I was just, I was just <laughs> thinking about like, I feel like for me, there was very clear phases where I was like totally involved with succulents right Mm. succulents desert plants a couple of cactuses but mostly like the the regular succulents no spines and then i got like deep into bonsai and i think bonsai was the first time that i started like watching youtube like that's how i got kind of into the plant youtube world I was like, there are YouTubers out there that are just teaching me bonsai, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like watching through every, like all their different videos on different species and growing in different places. And then after that, I started getting into the aeroids and I went like really hard into the aeroids. And I feel like now my, like my love for Hoya has been growing as, as you guys mm-hmm. probably noticed. Um, but just, but just like hearing those, like the phases that you go through, it's really interesting to me because I now feel like I, I, I enjoy the challenge of like approaching a new, entirely new family or like entire, I don't even know, class of plants from that evolved in a totally different environment. And like challenging myself to try to like master 
going that in the conditions that I have available to me or the conditions that I can create and how rewarding it is to then actually see growth on a new type of plant that I've never grown. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you guys, like you, do you foresee yourself like getting serious about a new, like carnivorous plants or like, so I definitely, I, I love pings. I like pingdoms. I think they're adorable. I definitely want to grow them. Now is not my time. I don't want to bring in any new genus. Um, I'm kind of going through a thing where I'm just like, ugh. Any plant that doesn't spark joy, I'm gonna sell it. I'm I, I today is actually my deadline to get down to hundred plants. I made a deal with my partner Brandon that I could get a grow tent for the basement to work on my props if I got down to hundred plants. Those were his parameters. So I counted, I had 173. So I had to get rid of 73 plants, and now we're down to a hundred, plus my propagations, which I'm going to sell, but my final collection is 100 and that's what we're going to be staying at so i don't want to add any new genus mm -hmm. to my collection i'm just kind of overwhelmed by everything going on and i just want plant care to be easier right now i definitely down the road want to get into new genus do pings grow some other stuff that time is not now so that's that's where i'm at in my plant sure, journey sure and so. christine what do you think? i like i mean pings are cool i wasn't super interested in them until i saw the purple ones and I was like, oh, those are really cool. Um, I think I'm really happy with my Hoyas and Alocasias. I think that's kind of where I'm at. We're like, these are the plants that really respond well to me. I have made these things grow crazy where other people have really been challenged. Um, so I know that those are the two <clears throat> that I will always have success with. Um, not saying that I'm 100% sexful in everything. There are definitely some species of both of those that I'm like, oh my God, I, never again. I'm never going to do that again. Um, pipers, I mean, you've kind of started getting me into pipers because yeah. to me, they're very, I know, I know they're not similar to Hoyas, but they remind me of Hoyas, like the way they grow and the way they vine. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I could get into those. Um, I'm not really interested in begonias because although they're pretty, they just seem to be way too temperamental for me. Um, and I, I don't, I don't know what other, what other genuses are out there. Right. You, you, really you, like, you, well, you, there's so many. I know, but like, I'm you, trying to think. You mentioned a couple that I kind of forgot, like the Pipers. Like I have, yeah. I've had this huge phase where I just have collected and I've grown some crazy huge Pipers on trellises and stuff. And same with my begonias. I, I, I can't believe I forgot to even mention begonias in my portion of my journey. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but the Brevimosa is like one in a line of some, a few pretty impressive giant begonias that if I do say so myself <laughs> that I have grown in the past. And that, that to me, and you know, I think in that, mm -hmm. from that, maybe I'm different than, than you guys a little bit. Like I, I absolutely want to keep trying. Like I, I've always wanted to try growing like coral in a tank. Oh yeah. Like salt water. Yeah. Like salt water, like, these things that's like that seems like the the horizon like the it's a whole new can of worms right like that seems like the uh kind of la final frontier of like whoa maybe in the future i'll have like enough resources or time to actually get into something totally different well and i guess yeah i guess i i am getting myself set up to start a new genus shortly uh with the newest legislation that passed in minnesota cannabis will become legal on august 1st and we are looking at starting to you know learn how to grow that 
So that I'm definitely going to be taking a huge undertaking right. during that in not only a new genus, but going fully hydroponic. So it's not going to be a semi-passive hydroponic thing. It's going to be a full hydroponic setup. So that'll be really interesting because what I learned from that, how can I then translate that to my other plants? Yeah. Maybe I'll start a wall someday and have a whole hydroponic wall. Yeah. I was thinking. With my elbows. I was thinking about that too not the not the full hydroponic wall of elbows (laughs) but but like just a just like a hydroponic system with a pump or something because that was one of the things that pushed me to get into leka in the first place i saw images on instagram of crazy huge aeroids climbing poles potted in little pots in active hydroponic systems that were just like pumping the foliage way way up and active hydroponics does create different effects than mm-hmm. than passive. passive so and then i'm over here like i'm not bothering cleaning a water-based system screw that <laughs> <laughs> but no i feel like this has been a pretty good like a summary of all of well, our different yeah. journeys and then kind of also how we're all kind of connected yeah how we know each bit. other yeah well i think let's why don't we wrap it up by going around and telling what our plant of the week is you guys don't have a plant of the week week? i think well don't you do assume i look at my plants every no i'm kidding i mean i check on my plants once a week i go through (laughs) and look at everybody i actually i would say my plant of the week is my philodendron glad hands oh that is a very he faces the window most times so i only turn him around when he gets watered because i just you know shove 20 plants in my south facing window Mm -hmm. so i can observe them from the outside or i can observe them when i water and that's about it but all of a sudden, all the my five cuttings that I have planted together, they're all rooted and growing, and the plant looks full and lush, and I know I'm going to have a monster on my hands. Mm. And so I was looking at him the other day when he got watered, and I was just like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> That's why it's so important to move your plants around. Like, I feel like if you don't move them ever, then you don't necessarily always notice when one is like, Either doing really well or, you know, well, that's why dead. I do plant of the week at my own house. I, yeah. have a, I, have, I have a little ribbon that I pass around <laughs> uh. to each plant of the week to denote that they are the superior plant of that week. So I feel and like I share it with the group. I feel like I would just be boring and say that my plant of the week is my my Brevermosa. You got to switch it up every week. I, I mean, look, it is a very impressive. It, it looks very happy today. I can't help it. It's just like that's been my plant of the week basically since probably... How do you think that makes your other plants feel? I mean, do I have to really worry about how my other plants feel? (laughs) Yes, they do do. respond. Okay, well, this week I'll say Brevermosa for plant of the week. I mean, it's just, I put new, I put brand new bamboo stakes in it and it's... It's taller now. It's taller now and... It's very pink and black. Very it's, sexy. It's hardcore pink and black, and it just the humidity in my in my grow tent is just exactly what it always wanted. And the f- whole first like six months of growing that plant and trying it like outside and in the window it and in different happy, places and just seeing it slowly kind of struggle, and now seeing it like pumped up and lush, it just it just is everything. It's just everything. Adam gave me a little baby Brevermosa plant for my birthday in twenty twenty one twenty one. Mm-hmm. Oh man, 2021. So um, I'm growing his child. Yes, that sounds so gross. My my firstborn. <laughs> um, I think I, my first, your firstborn is almost bigger than your mother. So oh God, <laughs> what, what are we even saying right what? now? What? Okay, Ooh, okay, Christine. So my yeah, plant of the week. Of week. Um, I think it probably will go to my Maranta silver band because that's a sexy you need one. to get on the Discord and see my Maranta silver band. I do. Um, and in case like and like I said in the Discord, if you haven't thought about it. 
put Marantas in Lekka because they absolutely take off. And it is such a, I got it as a cutting from um, Nicole at the last plant swap. When was that? March? At the the Planty Queens? Queens one? Yeah. Was that March or February? February. Hmm? It was so before I, got, I left for Peru. It was a dangerous man. Yeah. So I just got a tiny little cutting from her and that thing has taken off. It's beautiful. It, I, I threw it in Lekka as an experiment and it's gone crazy and it's such a dense, full little pot right now. I'm so happy with it. Is it the same? Is it really similar to like the the velvet? More similar to like the velvety striped lemon lime Maranta? Yes, so it looks like a red, the Maranta red or, mm-hmm. or actually, sorry, it, it looks like it's green like a lemon lime wood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit darker on the leaf and then the veins are silver instead uh, of like the yellow It, it like glows. It has an aura. Uh. Mm-hmm. It's a very cool plant. Wow. I unfortunately, I also got a Maranta black from her too, but that did not root. So uh. I don't have that one anymore. Hmm. Wow. Which Marantas are an excellent segue if you love the beauty of Calatheas and um, the like active movement that uh-huh. they make. That was the other thing that turned me on to Calatheas was like they actively they move. move throughout the day. Marantas are also an excellent option because they are way less finicky and they they tolerate you way more. Absolutely. Yeah. So this was fun. Awesome. Happy first episode, everybody. Yeah, we did Wow, it. we just sat and talked about plants for an hour. Uh, Who knew? <laughs> Nothing new Let's here. do two more. Yeah. Are you oh, guys bad. ready to record another one right now? Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This has been Rough Around the Hedges podcast. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. I have to call my grandma back. <laughs>